Beautiful. Was it beautiful? <laughs> that's, a, that's a bold call. How's it going, eh? Uh, it's going okay. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sick again. Uh, you might be able to hear uh, that in my voice. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was worse a couple nights ago. Have you? Oh. It, I have this weird thing now as a, um, um, let's say, middle-aged adult. Mm-hmm. Um, I have this thing where I'll get sick, but in a characteristically different way than I did it as a kid. As a kid, I was yeah. just in some kind of delirium. And it was a, a different world. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, huh, I wonder if this will kill me. <laughs> <laughs> how, yeah, how far is this going to go? Is it going to keep it worse? <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. I was better able to sleep through it at night. And now it's it's like I, <laughs> if I wake up in the middle of the night, that's uh, heebie-jeebie time. Uh, like, oh. Wow, I feel incredibly bad. This, <laughs> this could be the death of me. Yeah. Insert clip of uh, Strong Bad getting the jibblies. <laughs> so, so indeed. Uh, should we start with a correction corner? Yeah, I kind of have two. Um, okay, I mean, start with some, one. I, what was my bold claim last week? I said, oh, the Harry Potter Ron Weasley thing was. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's not a ten-hour thing. It's only twenty-four seconds. Oh, but it, wait, and that's it, a huge it, difference. It's there. a huge difference. I totally <laughs> didn't remember it. It because feels I, like ten hours. <laughs> well, I was steeped in those kinds of remixes when I yeah. encountered that one, so it was all yeah, yeah ten hours of. You know, all star or something. <laughs> yeah. You so you played the whole clip then. <laughs> yeah, no. It turns out. No, but I did. Was a, was I, there was a couple. There were a couple that I played for a surprisingly long amount of time. I think mm-hmm. Yancat was one um, several years ago that I did that with. I played that mm-hmm. thing for mm. twenty or more minutes. I think it was twenty thirty minutes. Just Yikes. let that ring. I'm an oddball. <laughs> well, then we'll save the other correction corner for a little, <laughs> so we don't get too many corrections at once. That this is very close. Around. It's very short. It's her, the artist I mentioned last week whose song was probably too filthy for our explicit rating. Oh, indeed, uh, yeah. Is Cup Cocky, not Cupcake, which, uh, well, well, there's your clue. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I think basically so, most of the songs are just about her having sex or enjoying sex. So Indeed. Uh, so, okay, then uh, we won't save the second correction <laughs> corner to later in the show. No. Unless you count that as later, as yeah, one no, second that's later. that's very minor. Fair enough. We have, a, we have a smartest baby in the world update, which is mainly to say she's no longer a baby, really. Yeah. I was thinking about that the same day as you thought to correct me mm-hmm. about that. So it is no longer, what is it? <clears throat> so it is now Let's no say revise, longer. not correct, but yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> it's, it's no longer... The smartest, the baby, smartest in the world. baby in the world. Yeah, she'll be the but now smartest toddler so in the smartest world. Smartest toddler in the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we need. I don't think we need to change the, most of the themes. I wouldn't think so. One no. of them mentions baby, but yeah. We're the smartest monkeys. The smartest monkeys. The evidence is all around. Our brains are bigger. This we found the smartest monkeys. Yeah. Uh, smartest toddler in the world. <laughs> she she has this Christmas card from 
quite a ways back that you rediscovered. Um, <laughs> and when you open it, it plays, uh, what's his name? Burl Ives singing, Have a Holly Joe. Oh, insert Burl Ives singing. Have a Holly Jolly Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then, so she she quickly closes it. And so you hear, Have a Holly click. And then open, Have a Holly click. Oh. Open it, Have a Holly Jolly click. <laughs> well, anyway, that's a good time. Yeah, so, oh, you know, throughout the house, she's walking around with that. But very, very recently, um, a couple of nights ago, she was sitting on the couch and, and opening and closing. And then all of a sudden, she started, uh, she would she would open it and look at it, and then she would close it and go. It's getting Christmas. There. <laughs> and uh, it took us a while. We were thinking, where did she get that? I mean, because she, at some point, um, she started liking dinosaurs. I think it's from Peppa Pig. Peppa's younger brother George has a has a toy dinosaur, uh-huh. and so she has the a little rubberized uh, toy dinosaur that's from that uh, Peppa Pig episode uh, or series, and <laughs> and so she's like dinosaur, roar! and she sees them in books and whatnot, and so she's like dinosaur, roar! you know, she says her, her roaring. Then we were thinking a very scary dinosaur. I finally surmised that there's a picture of Holly. There's like a, a Holly sprig on the inside, so mm-hmm. it's kind of a ovoid uh spiky ovoid shape and it's green and then it's two holly berries and i said okay two red eyes <laughs> and a green vaguely you know spiky dinosaur shape okay mm-hmm. that's pretty clever yeah i can see it's a scary dinosaur and it's a christmas card so there there she was scary dinosaur christmas huh. mm-hmm. all right then. very clever mystery solved <laughs> indeed <laughs> that's uh huh. that's i don't know but, uh, should try that with other things what do you see in this rorschach blot Right, exactly. <laughs> well, she comes home from daycare and she's got a new phrase or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, where did she? Where did she learn that? Uh-huh. But inevitably, she's hanging around with uh, kids of all ages. Uh, not all ages, obviously. <laughs> all right then. Mm-hmm. Let the old teach the young. Yeah, and her itsy bitsy spider is coming right along, pretty, <laughs> pretty quickly. Uh, good. I'm sure you're anxiously awaiting the uh, the results. Her, yes, proper diction, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving, moving forward. Moving um, forward. I was. <laughs> I Just really that like in oh, editing. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I really like the. I should say we here in this household really like the originally A and E series, uh, Longmire, mm-hmm. and uh, where they moved to? I didn't. They moved didn't to know. Netflix oh. for the final um, two or maybe three seasons. Oh well. Uh, there's six seasons total, mm-hmm. and um, it's really good. I, I. It's a basically a police procedure set in the modern Wyoming. So you okay. got this uh, small town sheriff, Absaroka County Sheriff Longmire, hmm. interestingly played by an Australian actor, Robert Taylor. Uh, but you, I would have never known that. His accent is flawless. Uh, plus his, he usually talks, it's kind of like uh, Gibbs on NCIS. He's uh, a man of few words. <laughs> so, yep. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Probably spoken more than anything else. And his uh, amazing solving of crimes that uh, happen Stunningly frequently in a small town in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. When it rains, it pours. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's a good one. Yeah. Good show. All right. I've never seen it. It's a little below my radar, so I, maybe I remember vaguely it coming across the wire just for a moment. You know what I mean? In the new, yeah. new arrivals or something. List. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it went off. It, it ended. The series ended, mm-hmm. um, like I say, after six seasons. Um, I want to say two years ago. Maybe it was only a year ago. I forget. Uh, it, but uh, we're rewatching it, so we're we're up to up to season five now again. 
So because it's that good, right? If you like that sort of show, I mean, police procedural. If you're mm-hmm. into that, sounds yeah, you know, yeah. I think I don't know if you could put Broadchurch in that category. A bit similar, but it delves really deeply into everyone's lives, mm-hmm. rather than you know CIS fa- fashion putting the case together mm-hmm. over the course of the show. Um, yeah. That happens over the course of the series, but in the meantime, you know, everyone is variously scandalized, traumatized, and uh, left broken mm. by by the passage of episodes. Yeah, this one isn't isn't like that. Um, that's the type of show I don't like as much. Uh, that sounds like mm-hmm. it would probably be I don't know along the lines of Breaking Bad or well, or, if, um, it, it's British if that gives you a clue. <laughs> sometimes, basically, sometimes they can be wacky comedy, destroying too. their characters. Uh, uh, no, not not this one so much. Um, and it's that's Sheriff a British, I, I mean, that's a sort of British crime show trait. It's mm-hmm. a, you know, prime suspect and that one and oh, Cracker even right was always put upon and down. Um, mm. it's quite a number of others. Whereas ours are uh, sort of the. The, the meat of it is in the story and if, in the weirdness of the case, the difficulty yeah. putting into the puzzle of it all, basically. Right, yeah, yeah. This one is a little more character-driven in the sense that, um, I mean, he's the, I want to say, idealistic sh- small-town sheriff. He's going to... With a heart of gold. He's gonna go, and, <laughs> uh, nah, I wouldn't say heart of gold. Oh, okay. He's just driven mm-hmm. to solve the crime. Trapped in a world he, he never made. No, no. The, he wants to get all the... Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> How the duck reference, um, everyone? He, yeah. he, um, he'll go to uh, almost any length um, because his intuition is so right all the time. Again, like uh, Gibbs uh, on NCIS, you know, sure. there's, there's a little magic in that, mm-hmm. you know, because he's... The Columbo approach. Yeah, yeah, a, li- a little of that. Um, so he, he's not above breaking in because he knows he's right <laughs> and he turns out to be right, you know, usually. But then there's also a... There, the his town is right on the on the border with the Cheyenne Reservation, and so there's a Native American component to the show, and the the back and forth between sometimes the the white guy commits a crime on the res, and the reservation place can't do anything because it's a white guy, you know, a non-reservation uh, inhabitant, uh-huh. um, or something happens on the reservation, and so Longmire can't do anything about it without cooperating with the uh, the the reservation police who right. don't like him because of his uh, wily ways. <laughs> And so forth. Is that why? Well, he helped to bring down the corrupt previous poli- uh, tribal police mm-hmm. uh, chief. And so now he's kind of untrusted over there because they didn't necessarily believe that, that that guy was so corrupt that the white guys had to take him down kind mm-hmm. of thing. You know, so animosity, you know, understandable animosity between the uh, the Native Americans and the non-Native Americans. Right. You know? Yeah, so, there, they so use, there's that component they, in there. That's they employ actual Native American actors, I'm sure. They do, yes. Uh, Graham Greene is the is absolutely uh, excellent as the aforementioned corrupt tribal police chief right. that uh, is still got his hands in. Uh, he's sort of the guy you love to hate character. Uh, yeah, that's an um, and that's an unusual role for him. It is very much so. Be nice to. I, I don't know. See, this is the thing. Do we have? It's it's the same in every sort of genre, I guess, right? The same group of people seem to play all the biggest roles mm-hmm. and they just shuffle around a lot. I, I want to see some more new faces. Yeah. Hey, we need a guy like so-and-so. Yeah. He plays a good, this character. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get his agent on yeah. the phone. 
Right, exactly. <laughs> like uh, Lou, Di- Lou Diamond Phillips plays uh, Sheriff Longmire's best friend, but he's also a, a Cheyenne that kind hmm. of um, is the connection between the two worlds a lot right. of the time. So, sure. Isn't he Filipino you know, in actuality? Um, yes, he he's uh, part Filipino and, and part, uh, what do we say, Scots-Irish mm-hmm. descent but often plays a Native American or Hispanic character. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's really great in the role. A fun guy. Yeah. He's a great actor. Um, no argument. Just, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we're, it seems a little weird at this time to have non Native Americans play Native Americans. I would say. Mm-hmm. True. Interesting, but more, more literal representation would be great. Yep. Um, a Martinez is in it. He's, he's super good mm-hmm. as the, um, uh, ambiguously evil. Uh, at any rate, he um, and he is mostly Native American, and he plays the uh, what? I don't want to. Let's see. He plays a character. I say ambiguous, but it's not ambiguous to Longmire because mm-hmm. uh, Longmire suspects him uh, of sort of being the puppet master of evil things all the mm-hmm. time, and fairly often it doesn't turn out to be him. But he might have something to do with it. You know, the showrunners <laughs> are playing that that maybe, maybe not angle throughout the series. Okay. So so and that's many, pretty interesting, too. How many too. seasons? Six seasons. Okay. Yeah. And so you, you start out the, the series thinking, oh, he's totally evil, mm-hmm. you know. But as it goes along, it, it gets a little more, uh, maybe Longmire could be wrong on this one. Right. You know, uh, so you're, you're never quite sure about him. And he's always that- angry. At Longmire, so so you oh. you don't want to like him. He's not a likable character necessarily mm-hmm. either, you know. Well, I thought so, Longmire is sort of an antihero. Um, so you don't necessarily mind not uh, somebody else being angry at him. No, against, right? no, no. no oh, okay. He's definitely he's the hero. just reserved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's set in Wyoming, but mm-hmm. they film it in New Mexico. Interestingly, <laughs> uh, in the mm-hmm. the high alpine country of New Mexico. Yeah, there are some differences yeah. there. Yeah, but it, but. Um, you wouldn't know it because there's. I don't know Wyoming well enough to. I'm sure Wyomingans. <laughs> wow, what what is the name for people from Wyoming? Wyos. Wyos. A bunch of Wyos. Wyomers. Wyomingans. He's good people. His daddy was Wyo. Wyomlings. But in the the uh, Valles Caldera between Albuquerque or between Santa Fe and Los Alamos. Actually, you have to go up through Los Alamos to get there. There's this uh, ancient uh, extinct volcano, Caldera, and it is, you wouldn't know. I've been to Wyoming a few times and it is spot on. I mean, it is just like, I I never knew that it wasn't set in Wyoming. And when I found out, I was like, whoa, Mm -hmm. what do you know about that? You know, and then when we did find out about it, coincidentally, we had just been to Valles Caldera the, the summer before. On vacation, and mm-hmm. uh, which is a beautiful, really uh, hardly known place. It only recently became a, uh, open to the public. It was like all owned by a cattle cattle ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just a private citizen, and then he willed it to the state of New Mexico. I believe made it into a, a park. It's a fantastic, beautiful place, mm-hmm. and obsidian pieces laying all around on the ground. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah very cool. Pretty gems. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's been Longmire talk. <laughs> if you want to check it out, <laughs> a long geology talk. Uh, <laughs> we put the long and Longmire on that <laughs> yes. uh, on that segment. Might, I might tighten it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just put on the old uh, shortened silence. <laughs> so 
Yeah, it's it's really excellent. Um, Just, not <laughs> so intense uh, as some series, if you like westerns, uh, mm-hmm. set in the modern world, and uh, some of the things I talked about. Yeah, you should check it out. Right, right. Nice. I can't remember the last western I was interested in. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's been quite a while. I I looked at. Um, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, the newest mm-hmm. uh, Coen Brothers thing. Was that direct to Netflix? It was a Netflix production. I think it was. Yeah. I yeah. Think that's what happened. Yeah. I don't know. And, uh, I haven't. I haven't. I'm interested in that one. I, I'll watch that. Okay. So <laughs> I watched it, and I was able to get through about eh, 15 or 20 minutes, maybe. Maybe. Um, it's silly and fun. Uh, funny things are, are going on. It's a. It's kind of a goofy western in a sense. Um, I don't know. Goofy is not the right word, but. Uh, there's some silly moments, but also bloody and gory too, <laughs> uh-huh. and, a, and an interesting twist early on. But okay. then at just one point, I thought, "Yeah, I'm done." It was just a little too silly for what I was looking for, so right. that's okay. You know, a little too strange and twisty, <laughs> even for Coen Brothers. Yeah, so, I, that's yeah. a that's sometimes an issue I have with David Lynch. Hmm. Like, okay, here we go with the you know so bizarre it. It's impossible, sort of. It's yeah. so bizarre, it's surreal moment mm. in, in your show. And <laughs> it's just, it's like a M. Night Shyamalan, you know, having to do the twist every time. Mm-hmm. Okay, here it comes. Ah, there it is. <laughs> and yeah, don't, just change it up. Yeah. That's all I ask. Indeed. Um, I mean, generally, I, that's, yeah, that's a mild criticism of David Lynch. I admire and respect him very much. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So what else? <laughs> um, let's see. Is there anything? Oh, that's it. That's all we had. It was all Longmire all the time. Yeah. Well, I finally uh, we're we're finally recording at a regular time on uh, Friday mid morning. Um, what we had ha- what we had originally hoped as <laughs> not originally but mm-hmm. more recently hoped as uh, what turned out to be a more regular time for us. But then through the course of numerous events like surprise trips up to Eugene for the car and um, work schedules changing uh-huh. and so forth. We just uh, kept getting stuff put back to Saturday or even Sunday. Right. So now we get back to a regular schedule and maybe release on our in, in On, on early, <laughs> yes, early Sunday. Yeah. Which yeah. would be my ideal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ideally, I just like to set it up on Saturday night before I go to bed so that it hits on, you know, Monday at or Sunday at four or something, mm-hmm. so it's just there sitting in the queue because uh, yeah. it's it's very stressful <laughs> to come home after a shift and then have to madly find yes. tips and master the show. So right. you can send it out before midnight. <laughs> yeah. Well, then there were there were a couple times there where I had to I was editing and then I'm just falling asleep because like midnight and I was like, ah, can you? <laughs> I text you, can you do the the final six or seven minutes of, of edit? I can't stay awake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and sometimes uh, you'll finish it really fast, and then there'll be some there'll, there'll be a bunch of ch- uh, like a chunk of show that you didn't <laughs> edit at the end. Mm-hmm. Like you let it go, you you figured out where you wanted to end, but then there's a bunch you didn't oh, chop yeah. off the end. Right, that's happened a few times. Yeah, well, I started doing that because I uh, we had we had said, well, maybe we we'll just let it run, uh, let the music run out, and keep going until so you decide out. to oh, fade it. Yeah, so I'll decide where to fade. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was fun in the last one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> folks we are our own biggest fans <laughs> well that's for sure uh, thankfully because <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> otherwise woo. yeah we would have been discouraged long ago 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's nothing I love more than hearing my own sweet voice. On It's Just Called Two Brothers. <laughs> oh, we waited till the end. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm Marcus. I am James. <laughs> Welcome and goodbye. <laughs> hey, I have, I have a quick music chair uh, before. Oh, good. Know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, so I've been going through uh, the, the 2019 stuff has started to filter through. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, that's not really, that's kind of an arbitrary division. It's uh, stuff a month ago, you know, stuff a month from now. It's, you know, the same period. But uh, I found this band called Moving Panoramas that I enjoy hmm. a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, I'll, uh, I'll put a track here. cool band sort of uh psychedelic but shoegazy in a way that i really like mm-hmm. uh, spotify's got my number sometimes yeah i would say um so please tell me about shoegaze uh, as a genre because oh. I've, you know, I've only heard that from you mentioning it a couple times um yeah so shoegaze arose from uh the sort of british post-rock uh thing do you have i talked about dream pop before only the the title i mean um the genre it's melodic but there's a lot of sort of washy chorus guitars shimmering around um Mm -hmm. lots of reverb uh you can usually barely understand the vocals (laughs) uh um, a lot of ethereal you know stuff on top and a kind of groove beat Mm -hmm. uh that just sort of goes on and on and the genre was so called because a lot of practitioners of this thing which is basically the lighter dream pop stuff with heavier guitars. Mm-hmm. That's more the shoegaze. Think my bloody Valentine. Okay. Right? So it can be really, really loud and distorted, but it's, uh, they're the sort of really into the music, uh, as they perform. Mm. So basically they wouldn't do a show like, you know, uh, a, a hair metal show or Van Halen or something where, you know, they're posing and they've got coordinated moves yeah. for the audience. They just, uh, they just look at their shoes oh. Oh, okay. play, not acknowledging the audience <laughs> in any way. Uh-huh. That became the trope that named the, yeah. that sort of genre. Okay, so it's not necessarily the sound of the music that created the style; it's the the performance of the music that created the style. Interesting. Correct. Or style style name anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the yeah, label yeah. created the label. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, what do you know about that? Yeah, one of my favorite uh, genres. I just I always I have more of that probably than anything else in my I don't know general mm-hmm. listening. Always trying to yeah. stick it to the man. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of one of the drawbacks of Spotify is that once they have your number, they'll keep feeding it to you, you know, with the thing that they know you yeah. like instead of wildly different things that you might hear from, 
you know, at like where do we used to get our music, right? Word yeah. of mouth from mm-hmm. our friends at school mm-hmm. and such, uh, or they just play some weird thing on <laughs> when we were hanging out in the band room. Um, right, on the bus. On the bus. Or something. Who's More that? than anything, yeah, we'd be. Sh- yeah. be so you've got mm-hmm. time to spare, so you're trading around your mixtapes or exactly. Although uh, for for me, <laughs> it was mostly listen to, listening to and parroting back uh, Cheech and Chong. <laughs> uh, when I was in high school on the bus rides, we uh, we spent many many a Cheech and Chong album. Yeah, I was just going to say that's how I discovered Rush. Right, mm. both of us. That's the the friend that we had in when we were living in um, uh-huh. South Tucson, mutual neighbor who knew like he. I don't know if he played it for you, but I, I think I started seeking them out because he was you know so so into them mm-hmm. yeah. i i saw brian po- was it posane posen um mm-hmm. posane was on uh self-professed nerd super nerd even um he, yes he was a guest on stephen colbert the other day and he was talking about his nerdliness oh. so much so hmm? what is he promoting he's got a new thing i i'm of two minds of him about him uh in the same manner as the Big Bang Theory can get a little annoying or yep. a, a bit much, um, his I don't know very idiosyncratic dirtiness mm-hmm. is sometimes too far in the weeds for me. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I respect him as a comic, but yeah, um, I just I can only take him in small doses. <laughs> I I hear the uh, I, I I agree. I stopped watching Big Bang Theory. That has its other be- problems. That has you know. They just went too far on all the characters. They yeah. went too far down down the road. This is funny, right. so we should do more of it yes. because you know, ergo, yeah, that would be funnier. People like laughing at the nerds, so let's let's uh, set them up to be laughed at more. Right, right. Um, oh yeah, his, his, Brian Posehn has a new book, Forever Nerdy. Okay, in a Star Wars font. <laughs> sure. Uh, he also does a, a uh, I believe a podcast called Nerd Poker, mm-hmm. but. Um, but yeah, forever nerdy is what he was. Uh, what he was mm-hmm. autobiography. That's like uh, Will Wheaton's uh, just a geek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta stick with what sells. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> stick with what you know. Anyway, yeah, they both uh, were sort of. They're, they both have always been proud of their it, nerdiness, their, geek, yeah. their geekiness. Yeah. So he he talked about his his favorite band is Rush, <laughs> and um, his wife uh, teases him about that. <laughs> and rolls her eyes about it quite a bit. Okay. Um, anyway, they have a son, a very young son, foisted upon yeah. Rush throughout. I mean, at but least it, it's somebody that's sort of uh, stayed current, right? It's not yeah. some dinosaur yeah. that stopped making music in the 70s. True. I guess a lot of fans have a period that they <laughs> that they latch on to, and that's, oh, what they, sure. that's the Rush they listen to. Mm-hmm. Only seventies rush or only early eighties rush. Yeah, or you get Tom Sawyer, and then like mm-hmm. the Rush is my favorite band. What, yeah. what songs do you like, Tom Sawyer? Tom Sawyer. What else? Uh, yeah, Spirit of Radio. Limelight. <laughs> limelight. Yes, Limelight. Why was he? There's always those, the triumvirate. Yeah, Indeed. The moving pictures triumvirate of, uh-huh. of universality. Yeah. So he said uh, he didn't he didn't push it on his son, and he didn't play it on purpose mm-hmm. to make his son follow oh, in sure. his footsteps. Right. So mm-hmm. he just play it. It, throughout the childhood, yeah. and uh, and then at some point, I think he said he was like maybe maybe ten. I, I forget. Um, <laughs> and Tom Sawyer came on came on the radio. They were in the car, and uh, he said, "Dad, I think Rush is my favorite band." And he said, <laughs> his, "His wife almost did a like a face palm, and uh, <laughs> he tried to hold back a tear, uh-huh. or at least not show his his uh, tear rolling down." 
uh, <laughs> of pride, you know. Well, look, lots of people like Rush's music. Mm -hmm. A lot of people. The sticking point has always been Getty's voice. Yes. Uh huh. So That's why Megan them, doesn't like them. What's that? Very much. That's why Megan doesn't like them very much. Ah, and uh, Mom the same. She was mm. not a huge fan, mm -hmm. but she did like the instrumental stuff. I'd yeah. Play selections. Mm -hmm. I can't believe we actually forced our mother to listen to our own music. Wow, mom, get <laughs> Maybe she she thought it was only fair because she probably just played it, her music for us. Yeah. So, turn about is fair play, mom. Mm -hmm. Ooh, the sirens of the big city. Yeah, I was going to say at the beginning you might hear a little construction or uh, traffic noise because uh, traffic noise nope, is, nope. is just omnipresent. But uh, they're building a uh, structure, what is it? One, two, th two blocks away. Yeah. <laughs> so Ooh, something's happening down there. <laughs> it's, it's it's a police chase all over again. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Police cops. I, this uh, it's you know the canyons of the city. It could mm -hmm. be it could be anywhere. It's the cops. Where's the police cops? Well, <laughs> on that siren note. Yeah. Before you it gets any us, worse. If you want to send us an email, you can send it to bros at it's just called two brothers.com. Uh, you can tweet at us at IJC2B. And you blog every day at MarcusHarwell.com. When my when my site is working, yeah, it went down last night, so I had to mm -hmm. I had to pull some levers and yank some strings. Wrong lever! Pull the lever, crunk. Hopefully back. Excellent. I mean, it is it is back, but uh, I'm having upload troubles, so there's something else going on. Oh, that's no good. Mm -hmm. That's what happens when you put up your own. Mm -hmm. I can't call up Squarespace and say, hey, my site. So we'll get Usador on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway, that's, what, that's plenty.